Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. Graph analysis is not a new technology, but many analytics professionals remain unfamiliar with it. One reason for this is that most people learn to associate data modeling with only one structure, relational, which in and of itself usually skews their thinking towards tables, joins, primary keys, and other aspects of the approach that IBM's EF Cod invented more than decades ago. So when all you know is one database modeling approach, you tend to view all data-centric business problems through that lens, sometimes ignoring other ways of structuring the data that may conform more harmoniously to the shape of the business problem. So sometimes people don't know they're dealing with a data-shaped problem. So how do you know a graph-shaped business problem when you see one? Well, there are some targeted recommendations such as like social network analysis and and counter-fraud as examples of uh, inherently graph-shaped business problems. Um, So let's go through how graph modeling works. Let's briefly review the fundamental concepts of graph modeling in order to zero in on the core criterion. So essentially, a graph-shaped business problem is one in which you're more concerned with relationships among entities than with the entities in isolation. So at heart, you use graphs to model problems as nodes and edges, where the former roughly corresponds to entities and the latter to relationships. So graphs assume that the relationships among entities conform to stars, snowflakes, or even more complex nested chains of connections among such graphs. By contrast, uh, relational data structures are inherently hierarchical. Um, though they may be applied to graph-like structures through primary and secondary key relations. So so influence analysis, for example, is a classic graph-shaped problem. It's also the core of use cases um, that uh, most people cite. So, for instance, um, most organizations need to know how they can uh, mo- more, most effectively influence customers to buy their products, recommend them to others, and so on using recommendation engines and social network analysis apps. Likewise, counterfraud demands um, an approach that can easily identify adverse influence patterns and hopefully prevent them from rearing their ugly heads. Usually, these sorts of influence uh patterns are anything but hierarchical, as they're well suited to graphs. So graph analysis has long been used uh, for modeling customer engagement scenarios. So for example, graph analysis can be used to identify which customers are more influential in some channels than others, which have the greatest impact on awareness, sentiments, and um, the ability to uh, influence other other people, like su- such as their peers, which promise the biggest bang for your marketing bucks through their influence on their peers. So when you start to think in terms of 
influence analysis as the sweet spot for graphs. Lots of other graph-shaped business problems suggest themselves. So for example, you might graph non-hierarchical influence patterns amongst employees, leveraging data from internal collaborations, messaging, knowledge management, and other sources to address business questions such as which types of individuals, subject matter experts, or relationships have the greatest influence on team productivity. Likewise, you might use graph modeling to drill into non-hierarchical influence patterns in your partner ecosystem. So which actual or potential partners have the right degree of influence for realizing desired business outcomes? So who's, um, so who's within like one's own organization or amongst partners has the influence needed to establish, strengthen, and sustain the teaming arrangements at the heart of the alliance and, and so on? So let, next, let's talk about graphing the Internet of Things. So the Internet of Things, otherwise known as IoT, is yet another application domain that is chucked full of graph-shaped problems. And that's because the things themselves, such as like sensor-shaped endpoints for consumer, industrial, and other uses, tend to be developed in non-hierarchical grids of great complexity. The influence relationships evident in data from a collection of endpoints, such as uh, might be examined in root cause analysis, tend to be of much greater interest than status of individual endpoints in isolation. Now that the IoT is coming to most industries and uh, to practically every aspect of our lives, extreme scale graph analysis will almost certainly become the core approach of tracking shifting patterns of influence and controlling its, uh, its, its endpoints. So considering that IoT is the future of the cloud, permeating each endpoint device in the form of fog computing, these graphs will be modeled and executed in massive parallel runtime environments in this new distributed fabric. Connected cars, for example, will generate ample IoT sensor data, as do geospatial applications of smartphones and other dynamic IoT edge devices. In order to stay contextually and predictively oriented in complex uh, environments, these applications will depend increasingly on graph analysis, as well as on machine learning algorithms that can find dynamic influence patterns within complex sensor data sets. For example, how does traffic congestion amongst uh, vehicles on one highway influence congestions of uh, adjacent roads? So recommendation engines enter this connected car scenario as the graph-powered next best action engines for ensuring continual traffic optimization throughout an entire system, which also ensures that individual vehicles reach their destination safely and within acceptable timeframes. So let's read between the lines. Even an item as goofy as artificial intelligence uh, script reading programs might benefit from graph modeling. There is an app called ScriptHop, which uses algorithms to analyze a high volume of screenplays and generate assessments that might be relevant to entertainment industry stakeholders. So ScriptHop, 
can uh, determine which scripts include characters with particular attributes, such as like minorities, which are likely to give these characters sufficient screen time and which might be excessively costly and time consuming to produce based on like likely cast, sets, and locations. So how could this be conceived as graph-shaped business problem? Well, that's easy. A, um, a motion picture project can be modeled as a graph amongst interconnected stakeholders, including producers, directors, casting agents, cinematographers, actors, and so on. So every script can be conceivably be modeled as a graph with particular particular sets of connections and dependencies amongst the likely stakeholders who would be included in the project if it were to actually be produced. So tweaking the, the graph with any particular script-based project would impact some stakeholders positively and others negatively. So why not develop a graph-based app that would give each stakeholder a targeted assessment of the potential influence of each script revision on their budget, time, and other resource uh, requirements. So graph modeling is clearly a creative exercise that seeks to reflect the non-hierarchical nature of problem at hand. So in order to use graph tools efficiently in business applications, analysis Analysts should start to retool their thinking towards this powerful approach. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at tonyphoang.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.